Okay, so Zoopla property stats. Uh, this is the UK house price index for Zoopla uh, for January 2024. Uh, so this is Zoopla's interpretation of what's currently happening real time in the marketplace for them as uh, one of the leading providers of obviously the biggest one of the biggest property portals in Britain. Um, so this is what they go on to say. This is their executive summary, and I'll talk about that in a minute. So they're saying that UK house price inflation moderates to minus 0.8% on rising sales volumes. In other words, there's more supply coming out to the market. They go on to say that strong seasonal uh, rebound uh, in sales activity in the first weeks of January on the back and pent up demand and sub minus five, well, the sub 5% mortgage rates. In other words, mortgage rates have come down to, well, not base rates, but the mortgages available have come down below 5%. Therefore, there's a wee bit more pent up demand now actually into there. So demand's a wee bit better than what it was before. Um, sales agreed up 13% year on year, sales up across all regions in the, in the whole of the UK. Uh, available homes for sale uh, over 20% higher than a year ago. In other words, there's more supply coming onto the market. So if there was 100 properties on the market this time last year, there'd be 120 properties on now. So 20% more supply is coming to the market. What that says, if there's more supply, sometimes that also uh, then takes up all that demand. So there's less people chasing uh, more houses, if that makes sense. So therefore, prices should stabilise uh, round about the home report value or just above or just below. Um, the exceptional prices will be still available for properties which are unique in their own right. Um, Zoopla then going to say in the headline summary of their executive summary that uh, important not to over-interpret interpret the positive start to the year. There is some upsides for the sales volumes, but the remain that Zoopla remains and it says it remains in a buyer's market. Now, in Scotland, it kind of tends to be still in a seller's market. In Fife, it's still a seller's market, but both, them are, both these markets are moving to balanced markets, whereas England themselves, this is why in the UK overall, um, which is England's probably about 10 times the size of the housing sector in Scotland. Therefore, that's what happens. They tend to get an overall view and say it's a buyer's market now, but that tends to be in England where the price has been a lot higher. Uh, they go on finally to say in the headline summary, a fifth of sellers having to accept more than 10% below the asking price to secure a sale, closer to one in four across southern England. So what does that look like in uh, headline graphs and uh, in pictures format? Uh, so here we are here, right here. There's the index, uh, eight, eight minus eight percent, eight minus point eight percent, I should say, not minus eight percent. Uh, year on year change in buyer demand uh, up twelve percent year on year in buyer demand, um, and twenty one percent of sales agreed at the price of more than ten percent below the asking price. That tends to be in the English market though, um, because they start off with a higher price point. Um, uh, because the estate agents can set that price, it's not surveyors that do it, and then they work their way back to get the right price in terms of the market value, whereas we are starting from the other end of the spectrum, which is the bottom, based on the surveyor's historical information, which is sometimes outdated, and then we're trying to push up from that. Uh, so there's there's an equilibrium that meets in the middle of these two figures between the English housing market and the Scottish housing market. Hopefully everybody understands that, uh, and if you do understand that, um, uh, feel free to just say something in the comments, uh, just say you, you take that on board. Um, okay, so here it is in graph form, uh, rebound in demand and sales, 
and this the supply to start of 2024 buyer demand up 12 percent number of sales agreed up 13 percent flow of new supply up 14 percent and stock of homes for sale up 22 percent that's the 20 percent we talked about more on the market if there's more on the market and there's less buyers in the market therefore prices tend to be a lot less than actually a heated demand market hence the reason why i talk about a balanced market overall uh, the start to 2024 let's just jump onto this one and we'll talk about that in a minute here we go um so 2024 according to zoopla starts with the rebound in sales market activity housing demand and sales agreed have registered a strong seasonal rebound over the first three weeks of 2024 as sub five percent uh, mortgage rates uh, support market activity buyer demand is 12 percent higher uh, than a year ago, but remains 13% below the five-year average. So buyer demand is still below the five-year average. So it's up year on year, but it's below the five-year average. Hence the reason why they say don't take, don't bring too much into it. But according and and if you if you do it to the five-year average, definitely buyer demand is a lot less uh, than than the five-year average itself. Okay, uh, it's a positive start to the year. Zupla goes on to say, reflecting on the return of pent-up demand followed by the from the weak 2023 second half. Uh, many, but with many buyers delay uh, delaying moving decisions in the face of rising mortgage costs. Um, so here we are in terms of here. You can see that and um, the start of, with a strong seasonal rebound in demand. You can see the demand index. So that's the demand index goes up on uh, up here on the vertical axis uh, they take me back to my math my math my arithmetic vertical axis and the and the horizontal axis uh, and the horizontal axis is obviously the time uh, the timeline from uh, june july of 2018 to january of 2024 you can see some of the, the some of the implications in here in terms of the the, the buyer demand itself how buyer demand was you know the equilibrium of the five-year average is the, is the hundred but buyer demand was down in, in 2018 and then it was still down up until it came up to the um, 2020 the beginning of 2020 pandemic happened post general uh, election bounce as well it kicked in and then buyer demand went up because everybody was on a on a happy accord and then it dropped like a stone because of the covid and then it bumped up because everybody now got taught you can work remotely and you could probably make uh, you could probably make uh, a garden room in your own garden itself and make another usable space for a home office uh, so that's why buyer demand and, and and people use people started to rethink what they were thinking about where they really wanted to stay and and what, how they wanted their you know their whole life to pan out in front of them uh, hence the reason why buyer demand was up so high and it skyrocketed um this came along january 2021 buyer demand actually dropped and then it, it boomed up again because of the uh, the um the land and building transaction tax holiday extension uh, came as a natural result so people started to buy again so buyer demand was back in the market started to drop again in january 2022 and then suddenly went all the way up here buyer demand jumped up again see the beginning of the year buyer demand dropped see how that happens and then in january 2022 it skyrockets you can see that um, from the january 2021 skyrockets and you can see that um, in january uh, 2020 it goes up as well so every single january you see buyer demand goes up because people start to focus um, and that's what's happening right now as well you can see in january 2024 how buyer demand was down at the bottom there at the on the um, left on the right hand side there as i'm uh, hopefully you can see my marker as i'm highlighting it and then it's starting to go up 
because we've hit January and now people are starting to refocus on what they need to do. In February and March, I think that will begin to go up to around about 125, I think. So buyer demand will actually st still continue to rise um, if everything else stays the same. That's the key here. If everything else stays equal in an ideal world, which it's not, um, then we expect buyer demand to actually increase. Uh, from the beginning of the year, and it is actually showing good signs of that, according to Zoopla as well. Uh, they've got real-time information coming from their website, so they can see that. But we've got real-time information. We can see buyer demand going up as well. And it's all based on a lot more people searching from different areas of the country uh, in your area itself. And we can see that, and Zoopla can see that. Uh, I'm no doubt Rightmove could probably see that as well. Okay, and so that's that graph. And then they go on to say uh, all measures of sales activity are up year on year. I mean, that is good news. Um, Zoopla reported an increase in sales agreed in the final weeks of 2023. And this trend has continued into 2024. New sales agreed are 13% higher than last year, which is good news, and higher across all countries and across all regions, according to Zoopla. Sales are up mostly in Yorkshire and the Humber by 19% and the West Midlands by 17%. This evidence, this is evidence that buyers and sellers are becoming more aligned uh, on pricing. Uh, the greater flow of homes listed for sale also indicates that sellers, many of whom are also buyers, uh, feel more confident in the market. Overall supply is 22% higher than it was last year. In other words, there's 22% more properties available to buy now than there was at this time last year. And then the average estate agent has around about 28 homes for sale at any one point in time, boosting buyer's choice and keeping prices in check. So as, more, as buyers get more choice, therefore they're less reluctant, they're more reluctant to actually pay higher prices for properties because there is no rush to buy a property now because there's an abundance of properties on the market for them to choose from. Supply and demand, that's all it comes down to. The more supply it comes on in stock, the less buyers there are, therefore the better pricing it will be for the buyers. And that's why in the English market it's moved to a buyer's market. In Scotland, we're still slightly in a seller's market, moving to a, a balanced market. And that's the same equilibrium in Fife itself as well. Uh, Zoopla going to say the pace of annual price falls slows as more sales are actually agreed. So improving market conditions in particular, more sales is supporting pricing levels. Uh, Zoopla's UK house price index index recorded an annual price fall of just minus 0.8% in December 2023 up from minus 1.4% low in October 2023. Uh, house prices continue to adjust to higher mortgage rates through, uh, through modest price falls. So in other words, prices are coming down a wee bit in terms of what sellers are having to do because less people can afford the monthly payment now because mortgage rates have gone up. Therefore, their £800 a month can only get them a £140,000 mortgage, whereas a year ago, it could have probably got them 180 to 200,000 pound mortgage. So therefore they can afford less. So prices are coming down to March. Like, hence the reason why I talked about so much about in the Fife market in particular, that you were seeing um, property actually go quite well. Anything up to 250,000 is selling quite well. Anything beyond that is taking a wee bit longer, if not a lot longer as it goes up in price. And, and the, there's the unique ones. Now and again, it will attract somebody to buy them in 
you know, three or four days of coming on the market, maybe not even coming on the market and maybe getting them on a pre-portal on social media and they're in there like a flash. But they're few and far between now. They're a lot less this year than there was last year and especially the year before where no less everything was almost selling from social media in the boom times. So we can see that in the marketplace slowing down in terms of buyer activity, but more choice because more choices are to come into the market, but more properties come into the market. My advice, if you're ready to go, get your house on the market now and do not wait for the huge influx it comes into the end of March and the beginning of April, because then you're competing with the same amount of buyers with more properties. Supply and demand, the more properties on the market, the less likely it is for you to get a higher price and the less likely it is for you to get a quicker sale, if that's the case. No, Supla goes on to say then, on a regional basis, uh, the register of the largest price falls in England by two minus 2.5% and the Southwest by minus 2.2%. There's no double digit drops here at all. We can see that. And yet we were told this consistently over the last couple of years, there was going to be double digit drops. Even in the pandemic and COVID, when that hit, we were told there was going to be double digit drops. So don't listen to all you hear in the media. Get the facts first. And these sort of reports that come out from Zoopla, come out from Rightmove, come out from ourselves, uh, come out from uh, possibly the Nationwide and possibly the Halifax as well. You know, they're a bit, um, they're a bit less because they're just based on their customers solely. Um, can give you a real strong indication about how the market is performing in your area or in the UK economy in general, rather than actually just listen to what we call uh, negative news, um, which is often made up news. And as Trump would call fake news uh, by the media just to incite people to read it and possibly look at their advertising at the same time, because that's how they generate the money. Okay, uh, let's talk then, uh, modest price falls. Northern Ireland, uh, as an outliner, um, actually, with how uh, they had a house prices up actually 3.2% over 2023 itself. So a turn in fortunes for the London housing market, actually. Um, London and East England uh, have led the rebound in buyer demand for the first few weeks of 2024. That's actually quite surprising because the average price in London is around about 550,000. That's the average price. The average price in Fife is around about 170 to 180,000. The average price in Scotland is around about 190 to 200,000. So when you look at uh, London uh, having the, their fortunes turning around, it's actually where's that money coming from? Um, and is that sustainable for the London market? Uh, a rebound in London is uniform across all market segments uh, in inner London, suburban outer London and the core commuter areas around London. This could reflect in a turn of fortunes for the London housing market. Over the last seven years, the city has lagged actually behind the rest of the UK with almost 50% higher in Wales. Uh, meanwhile, there's 34% higher um, across the UK itself. The average flat in London is just 2% higher over the same period since 2016. So 34% across the rest of the UK house prices have gone up since 2016, 50% uh, in Wales in particular, and, uh, and then in London, it's only just gone up 2% higher over the same period. Um, they go on to say, though, that fast house price uh, appreciation in the early 2010s, so London reached peak unaffordability in 2016. That could be the, the reason why, with a price to earnings ratio of over 15 times you know, the price to earnings ratio in Scotland is six times. It's about a third of what it is in London. And the price to earnings ratio in, in, in Fife 
is less than six times, it's about five to 5.5 times, making Fife in Scotland still extremely affordable in comparison to the rest of the UK. And now if you're wanting to work remotely and you, you, can, you can get away with working remotely, why on earth would you want to pay huge premium prices and huge mortgages and huge amount of costs? Because you, it costs a lot more money for the same goods from somewhere in London than it does in Scotland or it does even in Fife. And yeah, it's the same supermarket and the same goods. It's just because the running costs are a lot higher for that property and that staff as well to be in there because they have a higher cost of living. Therefore, you could easily move to one of the other areas in Scotland or even in Fife itself and actually have a very comfortable lifestyle on the same salary you've got right now and continue to work remotely. There's a clue for the city, to, for the people living in the city right now. Why are you living in the city when you could you could live anywhere else in the country if you can work remotely? Why are you living in the city right now paying these huge extortionate costs? I would be thinking about relocating and having my family relocate as well and having a better quality of lifestyle with easy access to beaches and boating and sailing and all the rest of it and country walks and, you know, real good quality of lifestyle. And cleaner air for example, as well, for health as well, is a huge benefit. And some of these villages are actually gorgeous and beautiful throughout the Fife area and throughout Scotland itself. I should just start a tourism promotion for the, for Scotland. Welcome to God's country. <laughs> Slowly improving house affordability in London is positive news, but home buyers are still facing sizable affordability challenge with mortgage rates doubling since 2021, according to Zoopla. Uh, they expect the market conditions in London continue to improve over 2024, with earnings rising faster than house prices will continue affordability and support housing levels and boost housing sales. Let's see that in graphical form. Here we are right now. Okay, so up the y-axis, which is the vertical axis, this is the house price to earnings ratio. You can see there now six is very affordable. You know, obviously if it's a lot less, it's a lot more affordable as well. You can see that they've got Scotland way down here. See, way below six and quite consistent all the way down there. Um, so you're round about four, according to this. Now, I don't see that. Uh, I, I get the UK house price index, but remember, this is Zoopla's house price index. This is based on the information that Zoopla get fed, and not all UK house prices are collated by the land registry go through Zoopla because it's only based on the agents that actually list on Zoopla. So you get a, a slightly distorted picture, but it's a more accurate picture than you'll get from the nationwide and the um, the Halifax when they announce their figures for the housing market and and what the what how how they think the housing market is 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 doing right now. Um, uh, UK house price index is probably the best, uh, the greatest data you can have, followed by Zoopla in my opinion in terms of that. Um, Halifax and um, nationwide, uh, you know, I'm trying to think they're a poor relation when it comes to housing data um, because it's only based on their customers, which is very limited in, in terms of the number of UK properties actually sold in the, in the, and bought in the UK itself. Uh, but you can see these markets. The north as well is actually doing quite well. That's the north of England, by the way. That's not Scotland. Uh, you've got Wales um, is actually doing quite well. You can see the orange line right there. Uh, we've got here Midlands creeps up so Midlands is still going quite well still very affordable but then you get to the south excluding London you can see that a wee bit out of control and then you've got London itself which is a meteoric rise since 2013 extremely unaffordable and coming down to an affordable level according to people in London though that's the way it works in London uh, mainly, I think most people rent in London because of that and have shared equity and all the rest of it. Completely different market, according to, uh, to if you compare it against Scotland and you compare it against um, 
This is a good indicator, actually. This is a great indicator, the six times multiplier. If you're in a housing market, it's less than the six times multiplier. That means the price, the average price of the house in your area compared to the average salary earning in your area, if it's less than six times, that market is predicted in the near future probably to get a real good bounce up way. Uh, now, I actually talked about this in 2019 in, in, in the East Nuke, where I actually identified at that point in time that prices were really historically low in comparison to the average multiplier uh, ratio, uh, earnings, um, house price to earnings ratio. Um, and, and I actually talked about that live in a broadcast. And, and I thought in the next five years, we would see a huge increase in house prices in the East Nuke area due to the fact that the price earnings ratio was very, very low in comparison. And, uh, you know, history has actually shown that to be true. Um, and, and I think it's a really good indicator for anybody that's wanting to predict uh, house prices in the future. It's just check the average uh, the average earnings uh, against the average house price. And if it's a lot less than, than six, then it's a real good indicator. There's going to be a bounce at some point in time in that housing market itself. OK, uh, what is Zoopla going to say then uh, later on just to finish off? Let's uh, finish off with this. Uh, don't get carried away. It still remains a buyer's market, according to Zoopla. In Scotland, it's slightly just a seller's market, as I said. Same in Fife as well. And other areas are in Scotland as well. Um, uh, Zoopla going to say a rebound in activity in the first weeks of 2024 is positive news. Uh, but it's important not to overinterpret what's, what, what this means for 2024 itself. Um, mortgage rates fell to 4.2%. Uh, over a quarter, the first quarter of 2023, uh, which supported sales volumes and led to firmer pricing and modest price falls over 2023 itself. Um, Zoopla expect uh, more, lower mortgage rates to do the same uh, in 2024, supporting sales volumes rather than having an impact on prices. So what, what mortgage rates coming down, will, what it means really, it will support house sales. In other words, more houses will be sold but it won't really have a really huge impact on house prices themselves. So transactional numbers will go up as more people buy, but house prices won't go up in comparison. That will stay quite stable. As I said at the beginning of the year, for the, when the Courier asked me to comment on it, I think house prices for the Fife area particularly will be between 1% and 3% by the end of this year. Um, if everything else stays equal, as I said before, um, and that means unemployment levels, base rates and everything. Base rates come down. That might be a bit more. Hence the reason why I said between one and three is abandoned. Zoopla says they're going to believe that house prices will be kept in check by several factors. Firstly, greater supply of homes for sale will, will provide buyers with more choice, especially for fam larger family homes. Second half of those with a mortgage. Uh, secondly, half of those working with mortgage have yet to refinance onto the higher rates. So that could curb it a wee bit. This is important as many would-be buyers are upsizing who will need larger mortgages to move to a bigger home. Higher repayments will ensure buyers remain price sensitive and focused on value for money. So if you're selling, you've been on the market for quite a while, then you probably need to reconsider possibly a, re a realignment in price or a realignment in your thought process about how much you think you're going to get over. This time last year, we were talking about, do we think we can get 10 or 15% over? This year, it's like, do we think we can get just over the home report? Is that entirely possible? Because all these prices from last year have now caught up into the home reports from this year. And therefore, you know, part of the market is price sensitive because of higher mortgage rates itself. 
Zoopla say thirdly, though, their data shows uh, we're they're still in a buyer's market. A small but not insignificant number of sellers continue to cut asking prices to make sure homes attract buyer interest, including uh, con con continuing the trend from 2023 itself. Furthermore, um, over one in five sellers are still having to accept more uh, accept more than 10% off their asking price. So that's 20% of the market are accepting more than 10% off their asking price, according to Zoopla's numbers, remember, only the people that are on Zoopla. Uh, and this is close to one in four across across London in the southeast and rising across the rest of the UK. Uh, sellers must continue to price realistically and have realistic, uh, you know, realistic expectations if they're serious about moving in 2024. Improved market conditions will boost the chances of a sale, but sellers shouldn't expect to list at higher asking prices. Let's look at that final in graphic form uh, and give you a graph here, which will show you that. OK, here we go. Um, so this is December 2017 along the bottom to December 2023. You can see London is the black line and the purple is the rest of the UK. And the vertical axis, the y-axis here, is the percentage of homes selling for more than 10% below the asking price. So you can see in 2017, 2018, it was actually really high in comparison. And then because of the, you know, the huge boost and less supply, you know, properties were, there was less properties on the market right across the whole country in the, in the, in the pandemic uh, than ever before. Therefore, but there was more buyers than ever before as well. Therefore, huge amount of buyers chasing so many uh, so few properties actually created you know less homes going for below the asking price in terms of percentage and then as we came in as mortgage rates start to increase december 2022 as it goes up more supply comes onto the market as we come out of lockdown and therefore that's what's happening at more than 20 percent on average of people in the uk are having to accept more than 10 percent below the asking price for their property in graphical form you can see that right there People, some people like uh, words, some people like the graphs and all the rest of it. Uh, so the final outlook for Zoopla as we conclude. They say the adjustment to higher mortgage rates uh, was always going to take longer than a year to come through, especially given the modest fall in house prices over 2023. Lower mortgage rates are welcome news, definitely. But it seems unlikely rates will fall much further in the near term so in the short term they don't expect rates to fall much much further so if you're looking to buy now and you're thinking oh hold off and get better rates it's questionable whether that's actually going to happen uh, remaining in uh, the range of the rates will probably remain in the range of between four and five percent that's not base rates that's just mortgage rates what you'll get offered with the best deals uh, for those with big deposits so the great thing is that the bigger deposit you have the better deal you're going to have in other words, if you've got if you're buying a house at for example two hundred thousand, and your deposit is eighty thousand, you've got a sixty percent loan to value there. That will give you a really good rate you'll get offered for that because the risk involved, if anything goes wrong for the bank, is minimal because you've got forty percent equity that they can call on to get their money back out. And they're sixty percent. That's all they care about. How are we going to get our sixty percent back if anything goes wrong? So as you as their percentage goes higher, they're taking a higher risk involved. Therefore, that's why the interest rate on the same property with the same mortgage product will go higher as the loan to value goes higher. In other words, they're putting in more of their money as opposed to you putting in 
and you're putting in less of your money as the deposit. So that's why mortgage rates tend to be a lot lower for people with bigger deposits than it is with people with higher deposits. Super finally going to say this will support more sales rather than price rises in 2024. It's something businesses should welcome as volumes need to recover from the lows of 2023. And that supports the market overall in terms of the housing market, in terms of the jobs market as well. What's happening is volumes drop. Therefore, the number of people needing decorators, plumbers, electricians to refurbish their properties before they move in or when they move in then gets less therefore that affects jobs in the self-employed market and the in the, in the in business market uh, and it also affects jobs and things like conveyancing for solicitors because there's less transactions are doing they need less people to do that um, and also for things like estate agents and mortgages and banks and all the rest of it so we want a stable market ideally keeps the economy on track and then the same number of properties getting sold year on year throughout and therefore that keeps everybody's job in check and make sure everybody keeps continuing to make a certain amount of money and keep everybody employed in that in, in these similar positions that's the most important thing transactional numbers to the health of our property market just now the transactional numbers are obviously down and they start the year they're up but overall in a year on year they're they're down self-transactional numbers round about probably about 20 percent on what they were a year ago so in other words if there's 10,000 properties sold uh, in the Fife area in the last year uh, this year it would be 8,000 because it's 20 percent down so that means 2,000 properties would, wouldn't have people refurbing them decorating them uh, doing the conveyancing work offering mortgages on them therefore there's less people needed to do all that all, all that jobs overall therefore that's how unemployment goes up we don't want unemployment to go up we want it to stay stable as well as everything else a quick skim across the um uh, countries here uh, let's the country itself uh, let's see uh, so we can zoom in there and you can see that there as we go down there's the there's scotland uh, up 1.8 percent year on year according to zoopla in terms of house prices according to them glasgow and you can you can see the regions belfast up four percent glasgow up 1.5 edinburgh 1.3 liverpool 0.9 leeds 0.6 so you can see all these countries in that uh, all these counties sorry countries i'm talking about england and scotland and wales and ireland and northern ireland's up 3.2 percent as i said and we can see most of the negative activity, in other words, price drops are in are in the lower England area and London itself. Uh, but as you go further north and into Scotland, you can see it's all still positive because all the price points are are, are are far better in terms of affordability. You can see that right across here with the price points here. And we zoom in on there. See that you can see that year on year, um, year on year, uh, average price according to Zoopla in the UK is two hundred and sixty-four thousand. But if you look at the twenty city com composite, um, it's three hundred four thousand with the cities just on their own twenty of them. Belfast one hundred seventy, uh, Glasgow one hundred forty-six, Edinburgh two hundred sixty-nine, Liverpool, Leeds, and as we go right across and you get right down to Aberdeen, one hundred one hundred forty thousand in Aberdeen. Aberdeen still suffering uh, because of the oil crisis and what's going on in there, and they're 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 pivoting to renewables overall so hopefully that concludes that concludes the zoopla uh, index summary house price uk house price index for zoopla uh, for the january 2024 um, and if you've got any further questions uh, later on please feel free to message me or stick them in the comments and until next time guys i'm jim parker for five properties tv